Buckle up! This podcast is going to be all about the journey. Hi, I'm Clara, your host of Talk Journey to Me podcast. I'm so glad you're here. This podcast really stemmed from the thought that everyone comes from a different background and how they have handled their highs and lows of life. Join us as we dive deeper into my guest's story. So buckle up for a new episode of Talk Journey to Me. On this episode, you're going to hear from a good friend of mine, Heather. Um, I'm so excited that she's on the show. So welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited for you to launch this podcast and have me me on the show. Girl, me too. I'm so excited. And I love talking to everybody so far. So I just can't wait to do all of the rest. Um, so tell my audience a little bit more about you and who, who you are and what you do. Yeah. So I'm Heather Wilson. I am based in central Ohio and I have kind of two business segments. I have high gear uh, success with, which is motorsports communications and marketing And then I have high gear strategy, which is LinkedIn and resumes. And so those kind of sound like different things, but I'm going to pull it together with my story later on and how I kind of came to be involved in both of those things. But that's essentially what I do. I just left the corporate world, my corporate job um, a couple months ago. So I am on a new journey and it's really exciting. I've always kind of been building my businesses in the background, but now this is what I do entirely. Right. It's so good. It's so good. Um, and I feel like even since like we met what, like maybe eight months ago, virtually, and then like met in person, probably at queen con and just some other different things that like, I feel like you've changed just in that amount of time. Like everything's changed in your life. So, um, I'm so excited to Right. A lot of pivot. That's like the word of like 2020 <laughs> was just pivot. Um, so Ross and Rachel and Chandler probably got some good ones out of that one. <laughs> so we are here to talk about your journey and how it's like your life, either personal or professional has turned you into like the person you are today. Um, so let's dive a little deeper. Yeah. So, um, going back a while ago, I guess it's kind of funny. I wanted to be a teacher my entire life. That's all I wanted to do. You could find me every hour of my childhood playing school and being the teacher. Um, I still do love teaching, but when I was in high school, I was also in yearbook and journalism and I had some teachers and, you know, role models that told me that I was a really good writer And so I ended up kind of transitioning and applying for the journalism program at Ohio University when I went to college. And I thought, well, if I get into this program, because it was a competitive entry program, then I'm going to roll with journalism. But if not, then I'm going to be a teacher. And it's kind of nice now because I get to do a little bit of both. So I'm still using my journalism, communications, marketing skills, but I do get to teach people in workshops or curriculum or I'm just teaching them about marketing strategies or their LinkedIn. So I kind of get to combine it all together. But um, so I went to college, graduated college, decided that I wanted to do something that I was passionate about um, and combining that with my journalism skills. And so something else that I'm passionate about is motorcycles. I grew up in a motorcycle family. My dad's an entrepreneur. He's owned a motorcycle dealership for 44 years. And we grew up riding dirt bikes and going to the races and hanging out in the dealerships. So I was like, well, I could tie my 
journalism skills with motorsports. So this is where LinkedIn comes in. <laughs> I ended up um, connecting with who would be my boss um, for my first job after college. And I moved across the country to California to work for a motorcycle company. So that's the power of LinkedIn that I tell people all the time is you never know who you're going to connect with or how it's going to turn out, how you can benefit them or they can benefit you. But that's kind of how I got my rolling is um, connecting with somebody on LinkedIn and moving across the country. So that's crazy. So, I mean, when you moved, like, did you like just get up and go? Like, yeah. So the crazy thing is I was 20 when I graduated college because I had done some college during high school. And so I literally was moving across the country all by myself. Didn't know a single soul. Um, you know, couldn't even drink, couldn't rent a car, couldn't do crazy <laughs> stuff like that, but you could move across the country. So I moved out there, stayed with one of my parents, friends, sisters, for like a month while I found an apartment and then found a roommate on, I believe it was like roommates.com, which was like a (laughs) Craigslist. Sounds so sketchy, but I ended up meeting this girl and we're still friends to this day and it worked out like super nice. So (laughs) you just never know. It's crazy. I don't even think, I don't even think I knew that you moved across country. Yeah. So it was kind of a short trip. I was out there for a year because like six months in, I was like, oh, this just isn't working for me. So I stuck it out for a year because it's your first job. You don't want to like quit six months into it. Right. So I stuck it out, but I don't regret that experience at all. Like it was a really valuable learning experience. And I always say that I wouldn't have gone if I had known what I was getting myself into. So I'm 20 moving to California. I'm starting this new job. Like I had no idea what I was getting myself into, but I did it anyways. And so it was a really good experience. And I made lots of new connections, lots of people I'm still friends with. I love to vacation in California, but I'm like a Midwest Ohio girl at heart. So I'm very much glad to be back in Ohio. (laughs) I wonder if they have like the motocross as much as we do there. Yeah. So, um, the motorcycle industry, a lot of it is headquartered out in California because the weather gives them like so much more opportunity to test and ride. They can ride all seasons, but, um, yeah, I mean, Ohio is also like one of the larger motorcycle segments that people don't really realize. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. No idea. I mean, and it's crazy because I feel like now, like I kind of understand a little bit more of why we're very similar because I graduated college and then I literally, my last semester, actually my last semester of college, I just got up and moved to Texas. Like, I just was like, I'm (laughs) done with Ohio. Like, see ya. Like, I didn't didn't know that about you either. I didn't walk in graduation. Um, I didn't order a cap and gown. They literally mailed me my little like (laughs) thing. And then that was, that That was it. So yeah. Cool but I was there for three years and I came back for family. So like to like help with my grandma and then just some like personal things, but like legitimately just got up and moved and it was, I wouldn't trade it for the world, but then I'm like, okay, I did all of those things by myself. So like I can do anything now. (laughs) Yeah. Totally. And like, you realize like how few things you actually need. Like I just took a couple suitcases and like some boxes. And then when I moved back, I sold my SUV and didn't even bring it back. So 
yeah, it's kind of eye-opening as to like how few items you actually really need to live. <laughs> right. I mean, I sold everything. I, when I moved back from Texas, I sold my couch. I, I mean, I literally just fit everything into my car and that was everything that was able to come with me. And I had a dog at the time. So like I moved to the front seat as close as possible to the airbag. And I'm like, please don't die. If we get in the car but it's like, funny. That was like the one time in my life where I didn't have a dog and it was like really hard for me because I've always had a dog and I love dogs, obviously. So, um, ironically, one of my coworkers out there was going through a divorce and needed somebody to keep the dog because she couldn't, um, take it where she was going to be living. So she asked me and I was like, uh, okay, I guess. So I had this little, and it was a little dog too, which I've never owned little dogs. Um, <laughs> for several months I had this dog. And then when I told her like, Hey, I'm moving back to Ohio. You're going to have to take your dog. Um, she ended up finding a situation that could work for her, but it was pretty funny how I was like keeping my coworkers dog. <laughs> right. So then transitioned into most recently you left your full-time job and now you're just doing your own business. So how do you think like your lifestyle has changed? I know since you have your two dogs, like you're a lot like me, like I'm obsessed with Chloe. I love having that time with her. So mm. like, are you like me? Do you like get annoyed sometimes where you're like, I just need to get this done. So please <laughs> just like, let me chill. But you're seeing way more chill than mine. Mine are like couch potatoes for sure. <laughs> they like to snuggle, whether it's snuggling with me or each other they're pretty chill. But what I have enjoyed is kind of like taking some time to like hit the reset button after I left my corporate job and not immediately going like full force back into work, just like taking some time to relax. It's nice. Mm -hmm. Um, here in Ohio, the weather has been beautiful. So I've been taking the dogs on walks a couple times in the morning. It's like a really great way to start my day and then coming back and doing work. So yeah, I've really enjoyed it. That's so exciting. Yeah. So then how do you want to make an impact like on other people? Yeah. So I feel like my goal has always been to do something that I'm passionate about and that makes an impact makes a difference. And so however I can help. And like, sometimes we get so sucked into like our skills just seem so natural to us that like, we don't even realize that we're really helping other people because right we just think that everybody can do this or, you know, they, they can do this on their own or they don't need me. And so just being able to help other people with communications and marketing and writing, um, it's something that I enjoy and something that's benefiting them also is like a nice feeling. Right. Oh, yeah. I feel yeah. like that's for everybody. We all legitimately feel like I can, I, I mean, even with some of my tips that I've given you and you're like, I didn't even think of that. Like, and I'm like, yes. that's just normal. Like, yeah, that's it's just what I do. So easy. Yeah. <laughs> and the other nice thing is, um, I I've always volunteered a lot for mm -hmm. either 4-H or, um, motorcycle organizations or nonprofits. And so, you know, my time was kind of limited to the evenings or like weekends for that. And now I just got an email today asking if I could judge some 4-H projects on a weekday for like six hours. And I was like, heck yes, I can. So right. it's nice to be able to like get back to the program that gave a lot to me because I was in 4-H for 10 years and to have the flexibility to do that on my own time. Right. Oh, 
so good. So good. So I, I could talk forever. And I feel like I said this with the other Heather too. So it's just so good. So if my audience wants to hear more or to be able to reach out to you, they need help um, with LinkedIn or any copy, like where can they find you? Yeah. So all of my LinkedIn and resume stuff lives on high gear strategy. So you can find that on Facebook or, um, my website is highgearstrategy.com. And then on the flip side, communications and marketing stuff. Again, I tend to focus in motorsports, but also sometimes nonprofits is high gear success. So highgearsuccess.com or highgearsuccess on Facebook. And I also have Instagram for both of those too. So kind of the common theme is high gear Heather is kind of like my persona and that's kind of the (laughs) umbrellas that they live under, which is of course like a little hat tip to motorcycling too. So yeah, all the tidbits. (laughs) So thank you so much for hopping on and talking about your journey with me, obviously, and my listeners. And sometimes I even forget that actually people are going to (laughs) listen or at least I hope they listen. Oh my goodness. That would be like a complete dud. Um, but in obviously thanks to my listeners. Um, and I'm so excited for the next episode. So tune in, or if you're able to just keep binge listening.